Hey guys, uh, just a little bit of clarification here. When I got my facts for the uh, the Elder Scrolls um, video that we're doing right here, I actually got a couple of facts wrong, uh, such as the size of uh, Daggerfall, for example. Um, it's not actually bigger than Tamriel, it's part of Tamriel, and I got that completely wrong. It was a picture taken out of context that uh, I'm going to link right at the bottom here. Um, and it's not actually 188,000 square miles, it's 62,394 square miles. So that's about 100,412 square kilometers. So uh, once again, sorry about that, uh, I got my facts wrong. And uh, the conversation is probably going to cause a lot of grief for some people, but uh, that's just the nature of these things. Sometimes you just don't get things right the first time. Anyway, here's the episode, and enjoy. Hey guys, and uh, welcome to Second Playthrough, the, uh, the podcast where we talk about stuff that you can do differently in video games the second time around. Joining me today, as he was last week, is Viv537. Howdy-do. And I am Fanman93, your host. So um, Nice to be here again. Yeah, it is pretty nice to uh, to be here. Now that we actually know what we're doing with the podcast, <laughs> which yeah. is basically just centered around gaming and, you know, we don't, we don't have to feel constrained about, like, time or anything like that, so long as people don't mind. We do have, like, a set area of stuff that we're going to be doing, but, you know... Feel free to interject with stories about the game as we go along. Sounds good. All right, so let's start out with some facts here, uh, stuff that you may not know about the series. Facts. All right, so first off, should probably specify, we're doing uh, Skyrim today. And the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, just the Elder Scrolls series in general. I don't find the Elder Scrolls series as uh, interesting as, say, the Fallout universe. Blasphemy! Well, that said, I did really enjoy Skyrim when I played it. And uh, I have been getting a little bit more into the lore, so I don't know, it might take a little while, but I think I'll eventually get so there. So you've actually been reading the books? I've I've been trying, and it's hard sometimes, but the thing is, people put a lot of effort into that, so I have to give them credit for it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you wonder how much time and energy goes into writing that's all that stuff, and to make sure that... Uh, Contradictions don't pop up and things like that. And well, I know, and I know it's been said that there are a few, but I mean, a few is certainly better. To than To be honest, a lot. I mean, you're not going to get to the level of uh, that that Star Wars has, where they've got a guy who's basically the keeper of the holocron. Yeah, literally, right. there there is a guy who that's all he does. But anyway, it's insane. What a <laughs> job! <laughs> what a job! Anyway, let's start out with uh, fact number one here. The Falmer used to be snow elves until the Nords came to Skyrim and chased them underground. Then they met the dwarves, which were friendly to them until they enslaved them and fed them fungi that made them blind. So we can understand why they're a little bit bitter towards you. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, that, that actually kind of surprised me, because I thought that the Falmer were just like random creatures that you met there that were evil. Uh, and I mean, oh yeah, they're uh, and actually, if you play the um, if you play the Dawnguard expansion or DLC, you'll you'll find that there is actually uh, two snow elves still alive. Now that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, we should probably specify that we do not we don't apologize for any spoilers that we might be giving to people who have not. This is obviously yet. for your second playthrough, meaning that if you haven't played through 
the uh, the game first up in the first hand, uh, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. So sorry for the spoiler if that spoiled anything for you. But from now on, there are spoilers contained for DLC and the actual vanilla game. So yes, just so, so you're yeah, so there is actually two snow elves alive in the Dawnguard DLC. Now that's that interesting. I talked. haven't I haven't actually played the Dawnguard DLC, but you know what? It's about vampires, so I'm not. Exa- I don't think that you'd be able to spoil it for me per se. I mean, the fact that there's two alive, it's like great, but I don't see where that fits in the quest. So I'll probably I'll probably play the quest eventually. I've actually been uh, doing the um, the Dragonborn DLC mm. lately, and it's very good. I'm, I liked I'm really it. Enjoying it. I finished it, and uh, I was really happy with that. Well, I've that probably time. put in about 120 hours of Skyrim in so far, and. Uh, I think that's next to my game that has the most hours put in, which I think is about 200, and that, I think, is Fallout New Vegas. I think I've got 200 hours in Fallout New Vegas. Of course it is. So, anyway, uh, you can see that I'm a big Bethesda fan, but... uh, (laughs) Anyway, let's go on to fact number two. Fact number two, the chickens in Riverwood can witness crimes. What? Yeah, I'm Are you serious. serious? I'm dead serious. You gotta be joking. Only in Riverwood, though. No one really seems to know why, but what? apparently they can witness crimes. Yeah, if you have a chicken around, they're counted as a witness, so you have to kill them. That is ridiculous. I don't know if the developers that, did that on purpose or if it's just a bug or what. Now, is that in the PC version or is that in every version? I think that's in every version, and it might be patched by now uh, on the PC version anyway. I'm not sure about the Xbox version because the Xbox version, I actually just downloaded the patch just or recently. PS3. And that was, uh, well, yeah, or PS3. And that was only like 26 megabytes, so I don't think they would have fixed that. Uh, then still. again, there might be mods to fix that, but still, that's really interesting. That is hysterical. That is funny. Yeah, I, I gotta go test that. that. I gotta go test that the next time I play Skyrim. <laughs> Alright, and uh, fact number three is that there is a random encounter in Skyrim where you can actually find a headless horseman. Yes. I've, I've, I've seen him this. once. I saw him once, too. And I was very confused. He was not hostile, and I couldn't kill him. And he didn't have a hit. Yeah. I think he was ghostly too. Yes, he, he yeah. appears as a specter. Yeah, that was a, that was a very weird encounter because it was like, okay. Yeah. I had, <laughs> actually I had heard of that it random encounter before I saw him. So when I saw him, I was like, it's the headless guy. So I actually like was sprinting after him and everything. Well, yeah, I, was I, tra- like, I, I wanted tra- to try and like see if I could interact with him, but he totally didn't respond. And no, like, you, he doesn't. It was I mean, funny. It's just it's just a fun little Easter egg. Fun thing. things they throw in there. And I mean, um, yeah, it's uh, I when I when I discovered him, I uh, I had no idea that he was in the game. I hadn't heard about that, so I actually had to look up on the wiki right after. I was like, okay, there's a headless horseman in Skyrim. I need to figure this out. So I typed that in, and I was like, oh, that's a random encounter. That's that's kind of interesting. It is. So awesome. if you guys haven't found him yet. It's a random encounter, meaning that it could happen, it could not, and uh, I don't, I don't know that there's different places where he'll spawn more. I don't know. No, I don't think so. But I but, know um, you, there's somewhere you can search. I don't know the exact place, but there's a place where you can uh, find out like the uh, the backstory of it. No, the chances of, oh, okay. of of random encounters appearing. Like you know how every random encounter has a different percentage chance of actually occurring. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, there's a place where you can find that out. And I think it's fairly low, <laughs> the chances of spotting one. So if you spot one, don't uh, don't waste the moment. Spend <laughs> as much time you can with your headless horseman. 
Yeah, you may as well. You might never see him again. (laughs) I haven't, anyway. (laughs) Not yet. Me neither. Um, So... I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up here. I've got a fact before this one, but this one is actually the most interesting. So I'm gonna give you the the fifth fact first. But this is fact number four. All right, let's hear it. The release date of Skyrim was eleven eleven eleven, and I actually did not realize that. I realized that. Yeah. I didn't realize that at the time, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I mean, that happens once in a lifetime. Remembrance Day. Well, Remembrance Day for us Canadians, and you know, for the rest of you, uh, you it's just another day. Oh yeah, because you told me you don't watch trailers, do you? No, I didn't for Skyrim because I had never gotten into an Elder Scrolls game That's, before. Okay, yeah. Skyrim was my first Elder Scrolls game. So if you which watched, is a good game yeah. to start out. So if you had watched the trailer, you would have seen the. Date I, I would have seen 11, that, but I didn't, didn't realize it at the time because yeah. you know. But then I started playing it at about a week after it came out, and it was awesome. Like, yeah, it was. and it really sucked me into it. And that's, you know, after that, I started playing the Fallout series, and I was like, oh, it's Skyrim with guns. And, yeah, that's pretty much Skyrim it. Skyrim with it's guns. It's more like Oblivion with guns. And slaves. <laughs> anyway, last fact, which will kind of blow your mind, because it did for me. The Elder Scrolls II Daggerfall covered about 188,000 square miles. Huh? The map covered 188,000 square miles. That's a lot. That is a lot, <laughs> and I mean, can you, you put that into perspective? Like, what's do you know what Skyrim um, is? The all of Tamriel. There's there's a map that I can probably find online again and link it, but uh, all of Tamriel is a tiny speck compared to that map. That's like it to scale, it's a tiny, tiny speck. That's insane. Now. Is that now when you say that that the that's Daggerfall like the, map is that's like, like the overhead map? So that and when, I mean I haven't played Daggerfall myself, but uh, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's basically a DOS game. So you know you've got like pixels fighting pixels and that sort of thing. I don't know. It's it. Anyone who's played the second game is probably going to hate me for saying that and being like, oh, you're not a true fan. So how, you haven't played all the games. So like, how long would hey, it take you? So how long would it take you to walk from one end of Daggerfall map to the other in the game? In the game, I have no idea. In real life, probably forever. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to imagine, like, you know, how long would it take you to walk from one end of Skyrim to the other? And one end of Skyrim to the other actually wouldn't take as long as you'd think. No, it would probably take you about 45, maybe half an hour. Oh, uh, longer than that. I mean, it takes me a half hour sometimes to get from one city to the other. Huh. And, you know... So let's well, say if you go roughly th- about an hour. Let's maybe say, an hour, run. hour and 15 minutes. This is running, not on a horse, just running. And no Probably sp- an hour and 15 minutes of walking. Okay. And I mean, that's that's totally fair. And that's ignoring random encounters. That's yeah, and that's just way. going. And I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. So, so then you think Daggerfall would be a ridiculously lot longer than that? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it would be many times over that. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah, so as for the uh, the roleplay stuff that you can actually do in your second playthrough, this is actually... Skyrim is a land of possibilities. Skyrim <laughs> is way easier to do than, say, Fallout in terms of roleplay, which surprised me because Skyrim is really open-ended. And the difference yeah, between is. that and the Fallout series, the Fallout series is a lot of quests, and you have to go on those, uh, and you can explore, and that's 
that's about it. Skyrim, but in you Skyrim, you explore and you make your own quests as you go because you find a dungeon. You're like, I'm going to loot that, and then there's like a miniature story inside of it. Yes, there is. And I mean, you for can, a lot of them, yeah. And based upon like the armor that you wear and like your weapons, you can role play in that sort of genre. So it's actually easier to do role plays in Skyrim, but it's also harder to think of brand new ones. So I've actually got a couple of suggestions for people that are looking for something different to do with their Skyrim. Bring it on. If you have PC, which you you probably should get Skyrim on PC. It's amazing. I have it on the 360. Yeah, well, you won't be able to do this. I'm proud to say. But um, if you have Skyrim on PC, there is a mod called Alternate Start, Live Another Life. So, Is that the one you showed me? That's the one I showed you. That was really cool. Basically, at the start of Skyrim... I mean, this isn't a spoiler. Everyone should know this by now. You start out as a prisoner. I think that's pretty much every Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. But you start out as a prisoner. Instead, in this one, you can choose to be any race right at the beginning, and you and you create your character, and then uh, you basically are like, okay, what's your backstory? And it gives you a big list of selections that you can choose from. I like, remember uh, I got you to choose, when you showed me, you got me to choose um, the, uh, you're an Alakir warrior. Yeah, and you start out with, like, clothing and weapons the that fit for that. And, and a scimitar. And you, there's actually some stuff to be able to go on to the main quest afterwards, yeah. which is awesome. So basically, you can still play the game, you just start differently. And I think that's awesome. That's a great way to roleplay. And it makes it a lot easier than having to find all the stuff after you've killed a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that there's that. Um, and something else that you can try. And I have I have one that I just thought of, and it would to be an arm, um, an Argonian or Khajiit um, skooma addict. <laughs> so, you, so you just find as much skooma as you can. You're desperate for skooma. You find skooma, you kill whoever owns it, and you take it. You're desperate. <laughs> you're de- you're an addict. Get that skooma and the moon sugar. Oh, uh, man, that actually would be pretty fun. That would be insane. That, that reminds me of another mod, uh, kind of going to go on a tangent here. It's called uh, The Moon Path to Elsewhere, and it's a massive mod that this guy made, and it's basically um, Elsewhere. You go to Elsewhere, and you do quests in there. That's interesting. And it looks amazing. How it's, does the guy build it? Uh, using the Skyrim Creation Kit, and, you know, he built it essentially from scratch, and he voiced, I, I think he voiced it. Not only himself, but with other people. Wow. So it's it's an amazing mod, and uh, you should definitely check that out. It's on the uh, Skyrim Nexus, and I think it might also be on the uh, Steam Community hmm. Workshop there. Right. But, uh, so, role plays. All right, let's, let's finish this up so that we can talk a little bit more about this. So um, I've also got on here a hunter, and you might think this is very basic, but it's actually kind of interesting. Basically, I've actually done that. I've actually gone out into the tundra and with a bow, with a hunting bow and some arrows, and actually just hunted. It's actually really fun. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. You hunt, and you have only a dagger, a bow, and basically fur armor. And you eat or clothing, what you kill. if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, make it more difficult or, you know, uh, if you're on PC, get like the Adventures Tent mod, which is something that we'll talk about a little bit here. Um, and, you know, use that as a way to, uh, to be able to sleep on, like, a cot or something like that. I've also found, like, um, a couple different, like, islands right in the middle of, like, a little river or something like that that actually have already some cots and stuff on there. So yeah, it's yeah. just hunters that used to be there that have, that have left, so you can use that as, like, your little base. I think it's really awesome. It is really good. The best place, though, is the tundra. 
because you can get jumped by wolves, by bears, by saber cats, as well as while you're hunting for your deer and your rabbits. Yeah, and I mean, you might be thinking like, oh, well, that's just a very simple role play, but it's a lot of fun. And I've done deer, it myself, deer and are it's a lot of fun. And the random occurrences for for animals, ambient animals, are actually pretty... They're pretty it's quite random. I mean, you can go around the tundra for a while and not spot a deer or any animal for a while. Yeah, the, so tun- the tundra is different from, like, say, just the forest. And the forest is where yeah. I did my hunting, and that was a lot of fun because I was trying to hunt rabbits. rabbits. And those things are hard to hit with arrows. They're hard, they hard to hit with arrows. Oh, small. <laughs> yeah, so I basically just ended up you know running. You know I ended up running through the forest with a dagger swinging at them. I was <laughs> like, I must look like an idiot. You know what's even <laughs> harder to hunt are uh, hawks. I've never once hit a hawk with an arrow. Uh, the the only hawks I've ever really seen are around in solitude, around, uh, flying around Castle Dower. And they're you know what? I did hit one once. I I ju- I was just like, I wonder if you could kill those. And I had fired like three arrows, and I was like, ah, oh, you probably can't. So I fired my last one, hit it, it went right down, and I was like, oh, and you can, I couldn't find it. And after. you can collect their uh, feathers and sometimes a beak. To use its ingredients in alchemy. I actually couldn't find it afterwards, so... I yeah, I know. I shot one, and it, like, landed on the castle walls. I was like, I can't get up there! <laughs> so, so frustrating. Yeah, it's not like in Fallout where you could just, like, chuck a grenade at it and giblets will fly everywhere. Well, you you could probably find a mod for that. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. in Skyrim. So, something else that uh, you probably haven't tried before, because knowing you, you're more of, like, a sword guy, be a mage. Oh, I've trust me, I've done the whole... I've done all different things. I've done thief. Now, I've done warrior. I've done mage. I've done actually. I have a character that is so mage you have no idea. He's got like he, he doesn't use anything but spells, and he has like everything. Well, He's that's exactly insane. what I'm talking about. Is doing a character with just magic, and you think it wouldn't be very fun? It's a lot of fun. It's do. a lot more thinking involved. Yeah, than just because running you, and swinging a sword. Well, that's exactly it. I mean. Skyrim basically wants you to take a one-handed weapon and swing it because that's where the best perks are, uh, especially like two-handed perks, decapitation perk. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> well, the two. Well, what I'm talking about is like two-handed swords. There's not a lot of really good perks for that. Like, there's extra damage, but it's it's still going to swing pretty slowly. And I think in the one-handed perks, there's actually one where you get to swing faster. So obviously, they want you to go. That's that route. the dual wield. Yeah, so there it's the first dual wield perk which allows you to swing your dual wield weapons faster. And I mean, Skyrim basically is pushing you to get a sword and shield and It's just know, well, I mean, that's it's the just, way it goes. But it's the basic it, it's the basic concept of a fantasy character. And I mean, for me magic wasn't feasible at higher levels because magic spells don't get higher as you get higher. Because you, you have, you to, have get, to get other, you have to get higher spells. Not yeah, higher. and then you have to put a bunch of stuff into magic, and you end up being like, "Well, I've got 110 health." Oops. Well, that's <laughs> the, that's the point because mages aren't me- supposed to be super strong. They're, yeah, they're supposed their strength lies in their magic, and not their not their. So I'm presuming that a lot of people haven't tried it. Try it out. It's actually fairly interesting. It is it, fun. It's actually. different from your regular play style, which and uh, if you get the DLCs. Uh, Dawn Guard, especially Dawn Guard. I don't think I don't know if yes there is. If in Dragonborn as well, um if you get those DLCs, there's new spells for you to get. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. So yeah, yeah there's uh, there's like uh sun spells mm-hmm. that are effective against vampires. There's uh in the uh, Dragonborn one you get like ash um you get like ash attacks and spells. 
You also you even get a poison spell for um for restoration. Why for restoration? I don't know, but uh, there's a poison rune. That's weird. It is cool. You can lay a rune, and uh, if some if an enemy walks over it, it explodes and they get poisoned. Well, yeah, I don't usually poison my weapons in Skyrim either. I tend to. I I sometimes do. It was on my third playthrough of the game that I figured out that you could do that, which makes me feel stupid, but at the same time, it's not ever mentioned, really. I mean, it's not mentioned in any of the guides. You'd know if you played Oblivion. Well, I didn't play Oblivion before I played Skyrim, so, you know. Well, you you can say that all you want, but Skyrim brought it to me way better than Oblivion ever did. Tsk, tsk. Uh, and the the last role play that I have here, there's only three this time, but you know a lot of them are pretty expansive, especially the alternate start mod, yeah. is to uh, to be a peasant. A peasant. <laughs> and I say that because you've got the Hearthfire DLC. If you have that, it makes total sense because all you do all day for eight hours a day, you build, chop wood and build your house, and then you go and sell the wood, and then you use that gold to buy stuff for your house. And I mean that's real life right there. That would take. Forever, I know it would take. And forever. you could run around to the different farms and get the crops. And yeah, sell you the could crops, be like a chop, farmer, mine be or what are some other 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 jobs you can do? Let's see, you can chop wood, mine or you can pick uh, crops. Yeah, you can pick crops. You can um, uh, you could probably just be a blacksmith. Like, I mean, that's look, that's a simple. One. That would be yeah, but then you would have to get uh, materials. Yeah, I mean, you go mine them. I guess I guess you could put your hunting uh, role play into that as well. Yeah, I mean that's that's a little bit more multitasking, but at the same time, you so, got to think how else do the blacksmiths get their stuff? I mean, some of them might buy them buy it from merchants. Yeah, and yeah. that's entirely possible to do. But if you want to get it done a little bit faster, which I'm assuming you do, that's the way to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Next. All right, and now we got some challenges here. Challenges. I love challenges. Well, you might find these ones interesting. Uh, first one, if you have PC, install some mods. Seriously, a lot of people don't take advantage of the fact that they have Skyrim on PC. The same that they don't t- take advantage of the fact that there's Fallout on PC. The reason you get stuff on PC is because of the mods. It keeps the games fresh. Or, because, keeps them or just because people are more preference to computers, buddy. Well, I'm still saying. Right now, PC has an advantage with Bethesda games because Bethesda actually caters to mod makers. Whatever. So anyway, uh, some good mods include the Adventurer's Tent, which I talked about earlier, which yes. is basically you get a spell uh, to be able to cast uh, anywhere in the Skyrim world. And it'll make the adventurer's tent right there, and it'll place a map marker on your map so that you can fast travel to it, too. So, And you can set it, you can take it off and set it anywhere you want? Yep. And, uh, you know, you don't have to keep doing that. It's been, Some people will say, oh, well, that's portable storage, it ruins the game. Just don't do that. I mean, set it down once, and that's where it is. Or yeah. you can pick it up and put it somewhere else if you find a better place. And, I mean, that's the advantage of having that, so... I don't know. I think it's a really cool mod. I've gotten a lot of mileage out of it. It's a really big tent. Uh, there's like beds. There's mannequins. There's like uh, a forge and let it be stuff. known that I do not like mods. I think they ruin the experience of the way a game you, is meant to be played. Well, the way that it's meant to be played is great for the first time, and I always tell people don't install mods until the second time you play. Ugh. And this is your second playthrough. Whatever. So you know, I still try it out. I still don't like if, mods. I'm just saying, 
you should try it out if you had the opportunity. If you don't like it, don't do it. All right. Simple as that. Yep. Each one um, to his own. And, you know, something else that you should install if you're uh, doing mods is the unofficial Skyrim patch, which patches a lot of problems and glitches in Skyrim. Yeah. So that's something that you should download and, and put in because it will make the game a lot less buggy. Because Bethesda did fix some things with patches, but they also broke a lot of stuff with it. So these guys have been pretty on top of it, and uh, right now it's top-notch. Sweet. So that's something that you should check out. Uh, something that you have to try is mastering a skill, which means level it to 100, and then master it, like, it'll give you an option to do that. Legendary and, skills. Yes. Yeah, legendary skills right there, and re-level it to 100. Try and do that. I've done it. It's hard. It's it, hard to do. It's quite fun. Well, here's the trick. You, the best way to do it is to level up, um, a weapon. The easiest one is one-handed. That's Clearly. True. clearly. You love, get that to 100. You legendary that, and do not legendary your armor. Whatever armor abilities you are using, because that will just make it impossible. So you keep your armor level high until you get that to 100. Level up the other armor skill, and then make one of the armor skills that you were using previously. Make those legendary, so you have an armor to fall back on. Because if you go, if you try to make those skills legendary like armor wise and you try that you're going to get destroyed by the higher up enemies because you're not going to have any armor rating and you're just yeah, going to be destroyed that's exactly you're right. get, I mean, unless you're a mage yeah if you're, if you're a mage you don't have any armor unless you're a mage you don't have to worry about that but um, something something interesting about that is um, people say oh well you have to smith like 950 iron daggers and yeah pretty much actually I mean you could you can Make your your smithing skill. Did like, you know pretty easily? Actually, did you know that the pa- um, with the updates, especially if you got, I know on Xbox 360, if you got the legendary edition with the Skyrim and the DLCs and the patches and everything, mm-hmm. they actually, I think they changed the uh, the leveling up system of your smithing skill, so you can't. It's not like you can just do iron daggers. They well, actually, actually made it. Di- they made it. You you would level up longer. It would take you longer to level up with iron daggers than instead of like improving on higher up. I'm glad that they did patch it that like way. That. that said, I could still craft yes, a crap can. load of yes, iron daggers, you can. and I'll it, eventually get to level. 100. It'll just take you a lot longer. Than it takes it used you to. a lot longer than it used to. In vanilla yeah. Skyrim version 1.0, when it first came out, when I first played it, it was easy. It took like a hundred <laughs> daggers, and I was suddenly a level 100. Bam! It was it was insane. Yep. So you know, once that. people found that glitch, they were like, "Well, this makes it." It still easy. makes it easy, though. Uh, it's still it's still good to do that at the beginning if you want to level yeah, up. Yeah, make iron skill. daggers as much as you can. If you find any iron, you're not going to use it for anything. So may as well just make a bunch of daggers. Unless you want to role play and be uh, just a, a classic Nord. Okay, here's something that I find kind of interesting about the whole smithing thing. In Skyrim, it's possible to make matter out of nothing. Yes. And allow me to explain how that works. The Atronarch Forge. Well, there's that. But what I'm talking about is um, if you are smithing and you, uh, you start making iron daggers, it takes one iron and one, one, leather strip. one leather strip. Yeah. One iron is one pound. One leather strip is 0.2. A dagger is two pounds. Where did the point eight come from? Hmm. 
Hmm. It doesn't make sense. That's impressive. That's that is, a, didn't think about that. That is one thing cool. that has broken it for me forever. I oh, don't understand on. where it's You're coming such a, from. Such a physics person. Well, come the thing on. is, it just it doesn't make sense in any video game when they do that. It's like I know that they're trying to illustrate that it that it has more weight, but come on, it's supposed to be one point two pounds at most. Oh come on! Let's not let's not get all technical. Yeah, but seriously, I mean, when you start to think about it that way, I mean, I'd probably then, just blow a bunch of people's start, minds with that. Come on, if you want to start getting all, all into the realisticness of the game, why don't you start talking about how there's dragons and magic and okay? Well, it's a fa- vampires. It's a fantasy the- world where nothing makes sense. I mean, uh, that's what it comes down to. Oh, and you're com- and you're whining about the weight of a dagger. I'm just saying <laughs> it threw me off because I was like, come where on. where where did the point eight come from? Come on, get I, real. I guess the point eight comes from the magic that you use at the forge because you could suddenly make sixty-five iron daggers within a minute. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, I, it takes I get, you thirty seconds to make a bunch of daggers, and you just plop them onto the blacksmith's would, table and be like, "Give me my money." See, <laughs> what would be more realistic is if each time that you made a dagger, it went ahead like two hours in game time. Ah, uh, boy, that I, I, uh, I feel like yeah, but that would be no. <laughs> I, I, I just say no. It would be more realistic. <laughs> I know, but that just doesn't happen. Okay, <laughs> it wouldn't happen. Oh, that man. would be a downside. Okay, because so, you'd have to wait for the loading and everything every yeah. time you make a dagger. Time would just go by, and yeah, I guess. But either way, still next. That's that's a that's equivalent. Next. So the next thing I have on here is to complete all the faction side quests. Meaning, oh, you, yeah. you have to complete all the Dark Brotherhood quests, uh, the Thieves Guild, which are two fantastic quests. Actually, I really enjoy both of those. Mm. The, you mean the quest, the main quest lines, the stories? Yep, the stories yeah, those are those. really good. Uh, the companions, the companions is the first quest line I completed. Mm. A lot of fun. But then again, in the Thieves Guild, you can't really finish the side quests because Vex and Delvin they just. They I'm talking an, about like the, the main storyline. Okay, mean, having okay. A, having an unlimited amount of quests is something that Skyrim boasts, and it's basically just every day, like go kill this guy kind of quests. Well, the companions are good. They get they give you a nice variety. You can go rescue. Actually, the most clever thing I like about the companion quests is the kidnapping quests that you sometimes get, which is awesome because if you don't rescue the person, they will die. And they will, and it's like it could be as important as like a blacksmith or a shopkeeper. And I mean, like that's big. I mean, if you let them die, they're (laughs) gone. You don't see them again. They're dead. Unless you have a PC and console commands. That is cheating. That is cheating. Yes, that is why I don't like it. (laughs) That is why I don't use them. You you don't have to use it. It's just there. (laughs) Anyway, um, something else. That is a challenge here, is beat the game using only an iron dagger as your main weapon. I was going to think you were going to say, use only your fists. <laughs> that would be impossible. Here's a challenge I pose to you. Kill a dragon with your fists. If someone can manage to do that, please send me a Especially video. a legendary dragon, if you got the Dragonborn DLC. Please send me a video. a legendary dragon it. with your bare fists. None of that... None of that, like, iron, heavy armor perk where you can add the armor value to the damage. Bare knuckles, and you cannot be a Khajiit with your claws. You've got to fight this legendary dragon with your bare hands. That if is you can, the most manly thing I've ever heard If you can do that, of. I will give you a, a virtual high five. I will, think, <laughs> I will think you are the most cool person ever. You are allowed to put on whatever armor you like, but you must 
The only damage you can inflict on this legendary dragon is bare knuckles. Well, that is an insane challenge, and I hope someone's able to do that, but that's not the challenge I'm going to put in here. When I say only an iron dagger as your main weapon, you can use spells and you can enchant it. So that'll make it a little bit easier. Oh, come on! But still, you have to think, if your iron dagger is your main weapon and all you have is like a secondary spell that you can't use like two-handed spells... It starts to it starts to add up to the difficulty. Eh, I still like my bare fists on a dragon better. Yeah, well, no one's going to be able to do that, I guarantee. Uh, watch it. me. I'll do it. <laughs> and the last challenge that I have is beat the game using only 100% of the time, never switching from a bow and arrow. Well, you have to get the bow and arrow first. Okay, with the well, exception that you have to get the bow... Oh, should you... Are you only allowed to use the bow and arrow you get... When no, you're allowed to use any help. bow and okay. any type of arrow. Okay. And the minute that you get a bow and arrow, you have to switch to it. I'd like it. That'd be cool. That would like be a... hard. <laughs> All right, Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it sounds easy, but I've had a pure archery character before, and let me tell you... It's difficult. It's difficult because enemies charge right up to you, and it goes through their arms. Like, underneath their arms, it'll go right through. And yep. then you're like, I'm wasting my last... Arrow. Sneaking <laughs> becomes a big part of archery. Yeah, and basically you become a stealth character. And I mean, you also learn in dungeons to see where the, uh, where like, uh, well, what are those zombie type things called again? Draugr? Draugr, sorry about that. I mean, Draugr. Get yeah. it? They're like the most common enemy if you're I trying know, to get your I know, shouts. I'm in. very sorry. Anyway, the Draugr, you also learn exactly where the ones that would actually be like sleeping are. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, you can see, you where can they see are. like which ones are scenery and which ones are actually units. Yeah, you, you can like sneak you get up to, on them and like shoot them in the face. Yeah, you <laughs> sneak and then you just shoot them and then you've got like double damage, right? And, and then, then if they're not dead, you have time because they have to like they have to go through the whole animation of standing up and you can just start pumping them with arrows. Yep. And that's what everyone in Skyrim should should start doing. In when you get the DLCs, there is a bow called uh, Zephyr or Zephyr. I don't know how to pronounce it, but anyway, it, its enchantment is it already increases your drawback speed by thirty percent. Nice. And you so can if, if the you perk, get that on top of and all the, the perk stacks on top of it. So basically, it's just like I've <laughs> seen <laughs> it. It's actually pretty awesome. I've seen it where you're actually like. <laughs> It's actually really fast. It's noticeable and it's awesome. It's a dwarven bow. Okay. So, um, it's so it's it's not going to be as much damage as say, as, like a as one of the, no, but uh, can, the can, fact that it shoots faster is awesome. And if you get that perk from that um, from that quest you get in Riften, where that Argonian woman asks you to take that lexicon back to the dwarven ruins, if you go do that. Um, I don't know if it affects weapons, but I I do know it affects uh, your armor. Wearing dwarven armor is get twenty five percent better. I don't know if that's for weapons, but if it is for weapons, there's another thing you can stack. You know, up now that you say that, I've never done that quest, so I'm no? actually have to go back and do you it. You have to go to the docks uh, in Riften. So you actually go outside of Riften, but it's on top of the docks that you'll hear the Sargonian woman. No, I don't want to go back, or things like that. Or, I don't want to take you take it and. Oh, really? Because the only Argonian woman I remember was one that told me to go away if I knew what was good for me. In Riften. What? Yeah. Go uh, away oh, if you know what's good for you. Was that in the Bannered Manor? Or not the no, Bannered Manor, sorry, was, the, that the was, inn. Uh, in, that the wasn't inn. near the docks, it was actually in the city. Oh. Uh, maybe... 
Mm-hmm. The yeah, only other Argonian woman I know of in Riften is the uh, the skooma addict who asks you to find the. Uh, <laughs> I remember that quest. Yeah, who asks you to find the skooma dealer? You remember that quest where you had to go in to the um, to the. Uh, it's like the the whole like boat warehouse type thing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, right near Solitude. It's during the it's the thieves guild. You have to trail. Uh, that was the most annoying quest in the world. Why? Simply because you had to trail that guy for so long. Oh, I know that that was annoying. I hated that. But did it he- should have been that he was running. Instead, he walked, and I had to sneak <laughs> behind him the entire freaking time. You don't have Even to sneak. To- you don't have to sneak. He. Saw me like thirty different times and it did nothing. Just keep your distance. No, it didn't even tell me to do that. It was just like he was just like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Yeah, he turned around and kept walking. I was like, "You are the worst person in the world because you're going to get murdered yeah, by I me because you were an idiot." Did you get the um, East Empire Company World uh, Map? That you get in the East Empire Company warehouse. I did not. No, that's one of the items you can sell to Delvin. And it gets put on the shelf behind the oh, desk. Nice. In, yeah, yeah. I found that uh, hunting hunting brew meadery little bee statue. Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't a bee or statue. the mercantile? Yeah, the thing, the, 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 uh, the yeah the decanter. Yeah, okay, mercantile thing. What am I talking? Yeah, about? the mercantile is a sorry. That's that's a store. <laughs> yeah, that, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I did find that, and I was like, oh, I wonder what did this is find- used for. And then I then I randomly started talking to him, and then there was an option for that. So I was like, yeah. oh, sweet. Do you know how many <laughs> there are? There's the. I have no idea. There's the Honeybrew Bee statue. There's a bee statue really? in Golden Glow Estate. There's one item in like every place you go, almost. So there's like the. There's. The I don't hun- think I've ever found the bee statue. The, the bee statue in the last room when you talk to the guy. Um, then there's talk the. To the guy. I'm pretty sure I killed him. Yeah. There's the. Um, then there's the map in the okay. warehouse. There's the decanter. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, Lexicon Dwarf game when you go to get Kelselmo's um, transcription of the Falmer language. Okay. And then there's the bust of the Gray Fox, which mm-hmm. is a reference to Oblivion. And See, I wouldn't have gotten that because I haven't beaten Oblivion. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then there's, there's two that pop up. I uh, think there's a model ship that you get as well. Oh, yeah, I think I remember yeah, the model the ship. The model ship. And then there is... The right or left eye of the Falmer, which you can okay. sell to Delvin. Except for some reason, I can't sell it to him. I had it, but I but Del, the the dialogue didn't pop up. So I don't know why. Well, I'm presuming that's probably a bug. Yeah, it's probably a bug. But anyway, you can then you can just do whatever you want with the other one. That's that's something that's something I have to say about Bethesda games is that they're notoriously buggy. Well, I mean, there's they're so fun. much. There's, there's so much in the game. You're not massive in scope and they're. Really, really buggy. You can expect but they're a to have lot bugs. of fun. And but honestly, they're not big bugs either. No, I mean, there's no real game breaking glitches. I mean, there was in uh, Fallout Three, which I was just playing. There, oh, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, one yeah, there yeah. in one of the DLC, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute here. But well, uh, no, I think we're coming down to our time. But anyway, well, um, we'll, we'll we'll go for another. one. And then there's also the Crown of Baron Zion. I have yet to finish that quest. I cannot find the stones of Baron Zaya for the life of me. I cannot find them. And I refuse to look on the internet because I want to do it myself. I have scoured Skyrim and I cannot find them. I have 18 out of 24 and I cannot find the other six. I don't know what to do. 
Well, I, I was going to say, there's always the internet, but you don't want to go that I way. I don't want to go the way of the internet. And you've just voiced the frustration of everyone who's played Skyrim during the last two years. The Stones of Baron Zaya. I just gave up on that quest. But, I was, okay. I haven't even picked them up because you can't get rid of them from your inventory and they weigh you down. So I was like, forget it. They're not, not they don't it. weigh that much. Here, 0. 0.5 here's a noise. You, you want to talk about weight consumption that you can't get rid of? The Elder Scrolls in the Dawn Guard and the in the Dawn Guard DLC and the Elder Scroll that you get in the main storyline of Skyrim itself isn't that twenty five pounds? Twenty pounds every twenty uh, or twenty five. Tw- it's like twenty that. every Elder Scroll, and you get three of them. And if you follow the path of the vampire, you can't give the Elder Scrolls to that uh, moth priest who you capture. It's only if you follow the Dawn Guards. That you can give the Elder Scrolls so to the guy. You can't so get rid basically, of them? yeah. Which my, this one of the, the mage character I talked to you about earlier that I did. I went the way of a vampire because my previous character I went the way of the Dawn Guard, so I wanted to do the other one. You. So when I found, so I'm stuck with sixty pounds used up because of these Elder Scrolls. I can't get rid of it. It See, sucks. <laughs> this is where it comes in handy with the PC version, and I know you're going to tell me it's cheating. It's cheating. But see, you can actually take stuff out of your inventory via via the console. Blasphemy. But I wouldn't have 60 extra pounds. Yeah, That's the difference. That's what... You you gotta live with it. No! In real life, there is nothing that you cannot just take out of your inventory. Saying you can't remove quest items from your inventory, that doesn't happen in real life. I can remove my wallet from my pants. You You can't remove your laptop or your cell phone. Burn! Yes, I can! No, you can't. Yes, I can set them down, and they're not weighing me down anymore. You can't remove body parts. What does that have to do with anything? They don't weigh anything because they're you. The thing is, it's the concept that these things are stuck with you forever. Things that are stuck with you forever, you cannot get rid of. Such as? Like, what is... Like, body body parts. Unless you're really desperate and you want to chop them up. Yeah, in Skyrim, you can't get rid of your body parts either. Big whoop. What I'm talking about is if... What intangible, like, what tangible object, what physical object is there in the world that you cannot get rid of the second you pick it up, and don't say super glue because I will kill you. <laughs> I was actually going to say that. <laughs> but, I know you too well. But, um, I would say a cell phone. No. You're not about to toss your cell phone. You're not and about to toss. And if you do, you're just going to get another one. But see, here's the thing. I could take it out of my pocket, and I could set it down, and I can leave it at home. It's not weighing me down. But you're always going to go back Skyrim, for it. I can't even put the Elder Scrolls down in, like, a placeholder. They're in your backpack forever. It's but annoying. Again, it, but then again, who would want to get rid of an Elder Scroll? It's well, an actually, Elder Scroll. Wait a minute. There's, <laughs> you say there's three Elder Scrolls that you get? So you yeah. have 60 pounds? One is... Why don't you just give it to that uh, to the guy at the, uh, at the Mages College? You can't. Why not? He won't take it. You give him one during the main quest. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that is true. Yes, I did forget about that, but... Okay, but that's... Have you, did you try that? Yes, I did. I remember, I, Now that you bring it up, I do remember doing that. But if you follow the vampire quest in the Dawnguard DLC, you cannot get rid of the two that you find. I'm pretty sure there's, there's a way to get around nope, that. Nope, I don't think so. I'm quite positive there's not. I'll go check that out, but... I yeah, don't you should probably so. check it out online to see. I no, mean, no, no, I'll just go check it out in my game. You're never going to figure it out. You can't figure out what the last six stones are. It, 
Wait, they, we're talking about the Elder Scrolls. I'll just go to Urog or whatever his name is in the at the Mages College and ask him if he wants the Elder Scrolls. If that option comes up, I would assume I doubt, they would. I doubt he'll take it though. because I mean, when he'll, you were looking at when you were looking at your inventory, was it three separate Elder Scrolls or, or did it's it just three, say? It, yeah, they're di- they're different. It's oh, it's then, yeah, Elder, Sc- Elder Scroll Dragon, Elder Scroll Sun, and Elder Scroll Blood. Yeah, the, uh, he probably wouldn't accept them then. Nope, he'll only accept the, the Elder the, Scroll Dragon, which is the one you get from the main so quest. So really, it renames it? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the main quest, it, it was just the Elder Scroll. Yeah, I know, but, but since you get two new ones in the DLCs, I think they changed it and named and put uh, brackets okay. and put brackets and had Dragon, Sun, Blood. Yeah, I've so never, not to be I've never really understood what the Elder Scrolls actually are. That's that's a, that's a point of contention. You and every person in this in the world and in the Elder Scrolls world, nobody really truly knows where they came from or what they actually are. All we or know, what all they we do. all we know is that they give us glimpses into the future or the past and the past and the present and all three at once, according to Septimus Sigmus. Yeah, that made him insane. Yeah, it drove it, all the his study of the Elder Scrolls drove him insane. Yeah, and I mean, whatever. And <laughs> then and then Hermaeus Mora sucks him into oblivion. <laughs> that was a fun. Place. That was fun. There is a trick to if you don't know this. There is a trick to actually using that book multiple times. There's, is there? There's they, a process. They might have patched it. No, I don't think so. There's a book. Well, maybe they did, but I don't know. I haven't tried since I got the legendary edition. But anyway. You can, you get you have to use a uh, bookshelf. So what you do is you put it on the bookshelf. You take it. No, no. Here's what you do: you read it. You put it back in your inventory. But after you, re- and then you oh. have you have to put it on the bookshelf before exiting your inventory. So what you do is you activate the bookshelf. You go into your inventory. You read the book. You close the book, and then you put the book on the shelf. And then instead of the book being destroyed, it'll show up on the bookshelf. And then you take the book off the bookshelf, and then you repeat the process. That's really useful. And you can, and yeah. So basically, you it's can also just, cheating. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I don't. That's why I don't use it. That's why I don't do it that much. I only did it once. So what? So basically, you can just level up your might, your combat skills, or your sneak skills, or your mage skills by five every time you read the book. That's really useful. Yeah, it is. Ugh. Well, so <laughs> that's that's pretty exhausting yeah. talk about Skyrim, but and there's so much else to talk about. But it's, it's a really fun game. Yeah, you but. should definitely try it out. And I mean, you know, Bethesda made the first two games too, so you know you've got like well, Morrowind and Oblivion. You got game. Morrowind, Oblivion. You got Daggerfall, and you can't say you never played them. The original Elder Scrolls was there a name besides just the Arena? Elder Scrolls? I think it was Elder Scrolls or Arena. I don't. I think that was another version of it. I'm not sure. Anyway. Definitely check the games out. Um, I, I think if you start out with Skyrim, that's a good introduction. That's right. You can start with any of them. I mean, they're not... One that game said, doesn't, doesn't uh, that said, leave things out for you. Elder Scrolls 3 and Elder Scrolls 4 were more niche because they were more complicated than Skyrim is. What do you mean? You mean Morrowind and Oblivion? Yeah, they were more complicated in the sense that you had more numbers to keep track of. Oh, you mean like with leveling up system and things like that? Yeah. In Skyrim, you level up instantly once you get enough experience, whereas in Oblivion... You had you to had, sleep. You, you had to sleep. Well, that's the... Come on, that's not Which that big of a day. I didn't know when I first started the game. <laughs> so, 
I had gone through. Oh, I went to Oblivion, like the plane of Oblivion. Yeah, at level and one. At level one, you fool. That was horrible. At and least... I leveled up five times once I was done. Hey, it must have felt pretty good after. No, that I felt like a moron, and I quit because I was like, I can't deal with you this. You dummy. <laughs> but <laughs> you know it. It's uh, they're different games from each other. I still like them all, though they're great. I I never played Morrowind. I might give that a shot, but the thing is, the the graphics are going to look like they did on the original Xbox, and those weren't too great. Who cares? Well, yeah, graphics don't make a game, but when they're really painful, like it's, Final it's, Fantasy VII. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that graphics don't make a game because it seems nowadays game developers seem to think that way. Yeah, it's like they focus so much on graphics. They, their stories tend to be so sucky. Their I gameplay think, can be so I th- repetitive. I think that there's something to be said about graphics development. I think it's a good thing. Oh yeah, just I think don't don't stint on the on the story just because oh, of the graphics not. and things like that. And I mean, having amazing graphics is definitely worth it. I mean, oh, yeah. if I'm blown away by the way everything looks, like I was, like for instance, Portal Two, I was blown away by the way it looked. It looked amazing compared to, like, um, Half-Life 2. It looked amazing compared to that. It looked amazing compared to the first Portal. And that blew me away, and the story was fantastic in Portal 2. That was a good combination. If you have a game like Battlefield 3, where the visuals are amazing, but the story is horrendous... Except that game is geared more towards the multiplayer than the single Yeah, but if you're going to tack on a single player... Make it playable. Okay, yeah, I do agree, definitely. If you're going to put in a single-player campaign or story, come on, give us a good story. Don't just tack one in there so that we actually feel obligated to pay the $60 for the game. Just because we want to do achievements. And I mean, <laughs> that's... Fail! Well, it, I, play on, I play on PC, and you, know, you can't access the single-player, to my knowledge, without going through the website. So it basically has to be always connected, which is annoying, because I'm not always connected to the internet. Me neither. So, I don't know. That's that's a little quibble with me. But Skyrim definitely got it right, I think, yes. in this one. Good because sto- great story. Great, great story. stories. Great Multiple story. stories. Yep. The, all of the stuff in it was pretty It was pretty amazing. It was a lot of fun. And looked great. And it looks fantastic. Especially, like, I know I know you're going to say, oh, well, I don't, have the, I don't have it on PC. I have it on Xbox. But if you have it on PC and you have a really good PC, like uh, our friend has a really high-end PC, and... You can install, like, graphics mods to make it look even better. Holy mackerel, man. Like, it blows you away. So, you know, you've got the capability to do that. So that's what I find interesting Mm. about it. So um, So with with that... I guess that's that's where we're going to close. Yeah. It's a fantastic game. Check it out. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed this. It went a lot longer than the last one that we did. But I think that's okay. That is all right. uh, Because we've actually figured out our calling. Yes, we have. So, anyway... Calling... Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did not, please let us know in the comment section. If you did enjoy it, let us know in the comment section and like and subscribe because that will actually get us to continue doing these. It will. We can just do them whether people subscribe or not. Not that you shouldn't subscribe, but they don't. just because they don't subscribe doesn't mean we don't have to keep doing these. Call it motivation. Whatever. <laughs> At any rate... Have a good day, and and, uh, we will see you next time on the next second playthrough. Game on!